Black 45. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, glad to be on the show. How are you? I'm, I'm all right, brother. You know, I'm glad to have you back. You came on one of our Inception episodes and, you know, you joined in as a, um, a special co-host, but now we would like to actually give you the spotlight and actually interview you for, for your great at, um, contributes um, to the music and the hip-hop in Jersey. So, you know, there's a lot that you've done. Oh, man. That's what, and wait, and that's why we yeah, had to yeah. get you on. Um, we we spoke with Trinidad, we spoke with um Broadway. I mean, no, spoke with Trinidad, spoke with um Priority, and you know, um Broadway is next. But you know, we we can't, we got to bring it full circle with Black Forty Five. Um, who, 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 Broadway Blake. Yeah, Broadway Blake should be joining the show. Hopefully, um, uh, hopefully uh, soon. I'm, I'm hoping. I still got a lump on my head from him, man. I don't like hearing that name too much. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we got, might... a fantasy, got a fantasy football beef. <laughs> oh, man. That, wait, that was a crazy way that season ended with your division, too. That was a crazy one. Yeah, yeah. But you but you know what? That was the first. I've been involved in uh, plenty of fantasy football, but I have to say, this this daily heat check. Other, man, the competition was fierce. You kept it going. <laughs> and uh, Piff Gate, I definitely want an investigation with this Piffgate stuff going on. But <laughs> I had a I had a great time, man. Thank you for having me. You know, invite me on that. No, absolutely, absolutely. That's that's definitely what we try to um, you know, to 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 have a good competitive um, you know, league long. You know, bring a lot of energy, good energy for people we know, and bring it collective. You know, full circle. But with the football season and everything amongst us, you know, what we'll what's happened to that later, but. I want to really start yeah. with um with you. So let's 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 get the people introduced. So first off, if you're joining in, Piffery Goods, but the special guest, Black Forty, you know, um, talk <laughs> to the people. Tell us how it all came about. Even let's get let's get back as deep as the Forty Five. So, Black Forty Five. How how did the music come about? Where where was the start? Did it start in hip hop? Did it start with the beat battles? Um, the MCing, um, you know, bring bring us full circle. How did it become? How did MTP come to fruition? Um, do the MTP inception, or you want to do you want to do the genesis of? I want to do the genesis of everything, but you know, I I, I try to okay. you know cram it all in there. So you know, take us for the ride. Here you go. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you um my best summary. Um. I started, uh, you know, as most people, an avid fan of uh, hip-hop music and listening and enjoying everything. You know, Run DMC was, like, really huge during that era. You know, like, you know, I'm, I'm starting um, mid-'80s to '90s was just um, a beautiful era as far as creativity. Um, not too much uh, guidance to be like all on one thing. Like hip hop was like a huge spectrum back then. Like you can be dressed this way and that's your lane. You can be the native tongues, had that lane, X clan, consciousness. You had that, you had the NWA, you had, you know, people that wanted like into it for fashion. So you had, um, you know, multiple forms to enjoy hip hop, uh, you know, and um, I kind of, 
miss some of that now, even though I see some things growing out of it now, but um, during that era, it was just the transformation was just full of so much uh, style, flavor, arts, you know, and everything. So, um, but I think uh, I was a huge fan of hip hop and something began to grow inside of me in terms of, you know, like I, I, I love all the KRS-1s, Big Daddy Kane's, your Juice Crews, anybody that was doing anything and anybody music that came out during that era, I either had your record or tape, the mandatory. Like as soon as you drop, I'm going downtown. Uh, it was a record store downtown. Uh, this one was on Market Street and it escapes me now, but I bought a big radio from there too. You know, because they were selling the big, you know, boom boxes, sort yep. of like the Daily Check. Right there, <laughs> yeah. they would sell the, you know, boxes. So when you buy the box, then whoever tape was out, you could buy their tape because you don't want to walk out the store, and I'm like you want to have your box that you bought with the batteries and everything, the big, you know, D batteries. And when you walk out of there, it's important that you blasting off with whoever was hot, whether it's Biz, um, you know, uh, Rakim. You want to be, you know, doing that. So uh, so the record stores is real good with just kind of like having all the items you need. But um, after a while, just doing it and doing it, I wanted to become uh, more of a part of it. And in Newark, it was a legendary club called Sensations on Halsey Street, 45 Halsey Street to be exact, yep. 45 on Halsey Street. And we would go there on um, and whatever my parents would permit me. And then after a while, I started going down there. Um, very, you know, cool scene, very dangerous scene. Um, only club that I ever seen with cars was Triple Park, not you know, regular park, <laughs> you know, double park. <laughs> We're talking. Triple park. <laughs> it was so many hoods from the if you from the smallest street block to the projects to whatever was in in there, like so many hoods. So it was very dangerous. So you had to be able to handle yourself and enjoy music at the same time. Mm, absolutely. So it was good. Um, now, with the history of, like, Newark and sensations in hip-hop, whoever you was in hip-hop, especially, um, you know, during that era, especially during the 90s, the 80s, 90s, no matter what, whoever you was, Newark was your stop. Sensation was going to be on your tour. Like, you come up here, you know, you in, you in town, you got to do sensations either that Friday night or Saturday night. They always had something popped off. So, um, you know, and then, and also uh, a huge house music scene. I have to, you know, you know, they play that as well. But, yep. you know, like I had a moment where before my philosophy and, you know, had some shades on and he was like, the sun is like, you know, like the light beams is shining too hard. Like the shades over of my face. It started performing my philosophy, and this was like right after Sky Rock had got, you know, got unfortunate, untimely murdered. Yeah, you know, we was doing that, we was doing that, and you know, it was other clubs, but nobody like in terms of hip hop where you would actually see the people that you, as a fan, that you can locally go down, pay like ten, twelve dollars, mm -hmm. see like Public Enemy. Super Lover, Seeking Over Rug, Coochie Rap, Big Daddy Kane, you know, Biz, my man, cool. Just coming through there, Ghetto Boys. Mm. So a lot there. of history you know, coming through that door. A lot of yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, a lot of people coming through there. So, uh, that, you know, a couple, you know, it was like, it was crazy, though. Like, some people lost their lives, too. You know what I mean? Like, just sudden pop off or, you know, everybody go to White Castle afterwards. So, some of the things that we might experience, even nowadays, we was experiencing that too back then. You know all the things that come along with it, but uh, sensations burned down. Um, uh, don't quite remember the year, but it was a huge void 
for hip hop, like in Newark or just, mm. we started going over to New York and it just, we would go to New York, but it just signed about being from over this way. But wait, you let know, me, um, let me, let me you know, ask a question real quick. Yeah. Too, Cause, um, you, you, what, you, sure. did, you did a great, great bring up. Cause you said sensations would have did for hip hop in Newark, Jersey. And if people who know now could see like the scene really tends or really caters to like New York, not even just for the rappers, but say like the venues. So for a venue like this to be going on as strong as it did for as long as it did in Jersey, now, like, was that was that due to the hip hop culture in Jersey? Because, like, you you know, there was a lot of big acts from Jersey at the time. So, you know, was that one of the leading forces? Because now, something like that, I don't want to say don't exist, but it would really be hard for it to, like, you know, go. Because, like, New York is just it's like a bigger market, you know. Like, that's the, probably the best right. way to put it. So, like, I, like how did that right. really work itself out at that time? Because, you know, not to be overlooked. Cause it's easy to say yeah. it, but when you think about it, like something like that is hard to go now. What it was, the owners of sensations, like consistency, they knew, they knew they had the great system of every week, it, it, no matter where you from, if it was a check to get, you know, you want to get that check, you're going to get paid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's New York, no, it's just that, here in Newark, like like I said, the owners, they made sure you getting, you know, you getting paid. So that was like a no brainer for artists, no matter where they from, you know, like, okay, well let's hop in the cars or hop on the train over there and uh, you know, do our show, get our money and we out. That was especially if you're New York, you know, if you're a New York artist and especially if you got a crappy deal <laughs> your money, yeah. and you can do yeah. and you can do a show and um you know what I'm saying? Go get that check and get it back. You know, get it back across the water. You know what I mean? So sometimes, in most in most cases, it was great. You know, good performance and everything. And then sometimes, uh, sometimes things get a you know messed up. So it's been some incidents and anything. But most, for the most part, you know, incredible hip hop history's been made. But that due to consistency, business, uh, the owners are a uh, sensation. Who still own the gold? Jewelry store across the street of uh, the new. Really? They built another sensation, but across the street, yeah, that, oh, that uh, jewelry store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they the owners like they had history, like they stayed right in the area. Huh? Oh, they still there, yes, and sir. I, and I think, and I think that you said that I heard that. I don't know if it was a rumor or if it was true, but sensations did open back up briefly. I think a few years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, they build it um, right across from the original one. They build another one. Mm -hmm. it, didn't, it didn't pick up uh, as um used to do. It's just like time change, business change, yeah, and you know just people. You know what I mean? So it wasn't as successful. Wanted to kind of pick off, but a lot has changed since then. You know, things sure. evolved, so you know, that's right. what it was back. So, but uh, pretty much, pretty much after that burn down, mm -hmm. a lot, you know, for hip hop because we didn't really have. Hey, I see hey bite blazed up. What up, y'all? Peace, y'all. Oh yeah, you know, what's, man. No mind, what's going on? Yeah, my camera don't work. So you know. Okay. <laughs> the smoke cast yeah, is only right. <laughs> Mac Amazing's right, in the building. King Jones is in the building, but you know. was good, was good. Let's not get sidetracked. Okay. Um, four yeah, five, right, so, so you know, keep keep giving us this history tour. Yes, sir. The station got burned down. All right, something happened, and that whole building burned down. We would travel to New York to continue to see artists. Uh, we would go to places like California Club. Um, the Muse Tunnel spot called Home Base. Mm. Yeah, these are people like when we would go there. The people like Funkmaster Flex was not in his beginning stages trying to get on, like grinding. So we would just be in there, just enjoying the music, but it didn't feel sensational. Like we would go and do that, but then you know everybody. I don't know, it's just a different, you know, the water we drink over here is definitely a little something different when we go over there. So we 
we just just do our thing over there. But it was just like it wasn't like home. So eventually, what started happening, I kind of because we always would get into something with some New York dudes or some you know Brooklyn. It always be something, no matter like. But you know, we all we always would roll deep. You know, like back then, yeah, you had to roll like you know, 15, 20, and you go in there because you only get you know Rolled anything out. jump off, whatever. So, things start happening but uh, thinking like you know every time after every train ride back I, you know my mind started thinking like oh you need to have something over here and um mm. about last I started you know I was emceeing a little bit too like I'm, I'm copying my favorite MC, so I'm like yeah run DMC wait 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 hold up there was a black 45 mixtape that hit the streets that we don't know about I'm seeing, yeah, it was, it was, it was. See, I think I sold like two copies, man. That's wood in the hood. <laughs> I, think I think I sold two copies. True, true. It's good, though, right there. That's good, right there. Yeah, they got the battle. Mm. The Zulu Nation, one of the only ones they gave. Mm. I'm gonna get in it. I start like get, trying to get people to get in or whatever to the battle. We went there, and it was me yeah. and a young brother by the name of Double O. Oh, man, Double O? That's my first time meeting Double O, and he was in that battle. Oh, and um, we was battling everything, and... Oh, shout out to Double O, but, but It wasn't a strong... Like, a lot of, like, Zulu Nation kind of came through with all of the so we like that. We right here, you know, in the backyard, and we ain't getting like no cheers or nothing. Yeah, I never felt it. So that was like crazy. So um, thinking about it again, I'm like, nah, we gotta do something. We gotta do something about it. So you know, started uh, linking up, but I picked up this fly, a spot called the Pipeline in North North. Started going down there, and every Wednesday be spinning hip hop mm. and so that whole like um boom squad all of them jerry gant is like a, a world renowned fame uh graffiti artist his name too nasty dash he's from newark so he used to write graffiti on the wall mm. Mm. and you know he would be in a zone like you know we see graffiti like me and my man, um, Josh. Yeah. You'd be like, you'd be looking at the wall, like, how do you get that on the brick to lay down like that? <laughs> so, with the hip hop culture, like, he was all like, I'm getting back to that story, but before I even met him, my man Josh used to do graffiti. I used to always be a lookout. I used to always be like, yo, cops coming, yo, bring them. And so, he's like, but I always wanted to get up. Like, once he finished his piece, yeah. And so, right, um, that's when I started writing Black 45. Mm. So, wait, the 45 yeah, it, was from the beginning. That was just, how did the 45 come about? I know we're digressing, was, but. No, that was just, that was through graffiti and, like, 5% attributes. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's born, like, born the love of knowledge. You know what I mean? Born the love of all languages, creating knowledge. And for mm. culture. You know what I mean, culture power. You know what I mean. So those, those all add up, and that's all through like science of like you know five percent. Because during that time, it had a huge um, and powerful impact on hip hop in such a powerful way. And I, nice. I, I loved it, and something that I identified with. Just and it was coming. It was the intelligence coming from people that look like me. Mm -hmm. uh, before, prior to that. We was coming out of public school systems where we was like, yeah, George Washington, we a great person, didn't look like you. So you kind of, you know, like hip hop was so important because it, it really, that came, you know, to fruition, you know what I mean? Doing stuff like that during that time. But, um, you know, Nas, go, Nas, the graffiti writer, we got into like a little battle. Like he started battling my man. So my man would put up something. Night we'll be walking to school, like you know, like how 
Batman will come out of sudden. His joke will come out and spark up something ill on the wall. Like, mm. it's just for us. Like, like you know, you, you're, you're trapped. He'd be like, you're trapped inside my reality or something. And had like 80 different colors, like killing us. <laughs> I know man, dude is ill, but then I met him in person. And all these people, you know, legendary people, are guidelines to like, Hip hop and do's and don'ts and creativity and all that good stuff. But these people were the, when I went to the pipeline, like, oh, you, we didn't know who he was. We was battling, doing stuff, and he was writing stuff. And he, like, oh, you too nasty, nasty. And the next thing you know, we started, like, you know, building. The next thing you know, friendship, brotherhood um, came together. But um, porn, Pipeline North North was so instrumental because Shagis, his name's Emilio. Mm. Opportunity. Hey, y'all do hip hop night on Wednesday, punk rock night Thursday, this night, and the community didn't want him to do hip hop. Like at that time, hmm. guy, like but nobody want to do it. Um, it's like little incidents, like jokes would come through. Oh, the bullshit that came with it. Like fights, shootings, mm. violence, and the pipeline. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah the pipeline crazy. was located and was right around the corner from the project in Avenue. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, even though the projects was there, that community was the, uh, probably the lifeline in terms of support. And when we talk about MCs, from North right now in North North is because it's a direct, it's directly, you know, like in terms of like when we talk about the battle MCs right now is because of the, uh, the influences of the pipeline back then in North North, because they had a place to go, get on stage, coach skills, bring their family, bring their fans influence. And if you can do that consistently every year, you grow. The north, you know, north, you know, north side has some dope MCs, and it just grew, and then that just spread all over Newark. But um, yeah, that we we had like a seven year run out of that. We did pipe from about ninety, right after Sensations Club, ninety three, about ninety three to ninety nine. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We had strong run. We had, yeah, and so. They was established like porn. It was there, tame L artifacts, and I just started going, and then I started there and working with them, working with the brothers. And um, the South, I'm from the South War, mm. Slab and Weakway, that whole area over there. So I'm coming from over there. Mm. Job on the time. So when I would get off work, second shift, I'm going there, eleven, eleven at night hip hop in so um yeah so yeah so we had people like the group home come through here j rooted damager doing doing their times you know lauren hill um prize and them just hanging out you know red man to come through there these are done governor you know all the fact community Um, so it was so much consistency back then bro it was so much consistency man is that yeah. that's the big difference from then and now, man? Damn, that's yeah. like a the, the era you're talking about is like a real golden era of hip hop, bro. For Jersey, real yeah. shit. Absolutely, and um, I think definitely we not only was we playing that hip hop of the era, but then you're starting to see the artists of that era kind of trickle in. So, and then you, if you're artist, see. It was like the perfect trifecta, like to have my favorite artist here and I get to run. Cause every every night we would always do a cipher. Mm. Be a cipher on stage, be a cipher outside, it'd be you know, everything. So we just had the only difficult part about that is like, you know, the buses stopped running at a certain time on that side of town. But that was you know, that was crazy. Biggest birth, the important moment happened at the pipeline i developed a program out of there that i did every year for about five six years it was called lyrical combat mm. and that was 
an mm -hmm. MC battle that I gave every year. Battle you can be from wherever and battle it out, and we will have a winner, and you won for that year. I'll come back the next year, have another battle, have another battle. People involved in that battle, um, like uh, my man R.D. from North Newark, uh, Railroad Gutter won, he won one. Um, Sliver, decision, that was an ugly night in there too, because it, <laughs> It was like projects and you know and um and Billy Rose, he was going by Young Blood during that time, but Man, he battled it was like a decision. Yeah, he's doing his thing down south too right now. Yeah, know? yeah, like incredible artists. So they, doing his thing, you know? they had they this is where they had they start at. You know what I mean? Like they all was like, you know, youngins coming in just trying, you know, trying to get in on trying to get in and came in there was doing it. So I'm you know, I'm proud of it all of their efforts because um you know it was it wasn't easy especially if you're from a whole nother side of town and you believe in yourself so much that i'm going i'm willing to go anywhere with my talent that says a lot it speaks volumes as an artist and um and i say that because when you look at the battle circuit when you look at the battle circuit now it's like it's a it's a, a direct connection like you know it's, it's like the roots is there you know what i mean like my man Hazi Rule, he was a he was a baby. He was a he was a, a battle like he was in there battling, getting it in, doing his thing. Like he's doing it. And then he evolved and you know, did his um like he's doing his thing on that whole battle scene. I was like like floored. I was like, yo, this is incredible. You know what I mean? So um and I'm I was glad to see because people sometimes think like what I feel some kind of way because. No, because when you do things, you do, like, you want to inspire. Somebody can take something that I produce or somebody produced it where I can be enlightened. That's what it's all about. That's what life is all about, giving and doing the right thing and moving forward. So that was huge to see so many people, like, that came out of things that I might have produced or done just to be doing anything. That's what it's all about, like, giving, you know? True, true. And so that's that's pretty much you know I, I you know you up to about ninety you up to about ninety seven <laughs> you know what I mean you know what I mean so which is it a couple more you know some more things that to ask or what you want me to roll it through you know we could we could start we could start with the MTP now you know because the history the history is so strong with the hip hop as far as with Jersey from what you just explained. <laughs> And with the community too, so you know, I think that's great, great info and history for the podcast. Just so anyone who ever doubted that said history didn't, uh, Jersey don't support, you know, because you know they say that. But when you you clearly told the story that Jersey was supporting Jersey clearly for over five plus years, you know, in a very active hip hop scene yeah. where 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 prominent rappers would come out and support as well. So you know, it, it's just uh -huh. deeper than just community. We had actual artists who were on and established coming to show support so i find Absolutely. that to be a great a great bring out but now show us tell us about how the production side came come to fruition because oh, you ab just, absolutely you know because just knowing that you, you you created a rap battle and then a, a successful production battle is you know this this is just history within itself you know so right, I right. <laughs> yeah. and it's um crazy because um along with the mc battle i was doing a dj battle too so i would have the mc battle one year that same year i would have the uh the dj battle and that's how um me and uh just blaze you know maybe became um you know real close you know friends duo doing our thing like when i was the mc just blaze was like my, like my dj like the beat maker like he was doing that <laughs> and so so i would go i would drive out to the crib in patterson you know um you know mom beautiful mom family everything and you know he's a hard worker like you know it's no mystery to no way he's at with it now he's on the keyboards, 
have the wreckage, still have the digging. And we would just go to the crib and we put it together. But um, I started doing um, the DJ battles. And he was, you know, he loved DJing and scratching. Like all the things he's doing now, he always loved doing that stuff. So, you know, video games and all that, He's that's him. <laughs> he was, you know, I gave a DJ battle. He was in it, you know, I brought legendary who hurt, you know, he's bringing them out. He's bringing these people, like anybody that was like, and, like the originators and founding fathers, I was always big on making sure that I paid homage to like, you know, get close to the source as possible. Mm. And so we brought who hurt out to Newark, you know, North New Jersey, and he had a good time. And, you know, we developed a great friendship and um, um, the legendary rock raider, you know, Walked through like, you know, nothing. Came, did his thing, performed. Rest in peace to him. Executioners. Um, you know, Rob Swift, all the, you know, legendary DJs. And uh, we was doing that as well. So that grew. Um, 89 Take 9, um, Bob Beto. Beto. Um, and I, you know, a lot of y'all could probably be familiar with it. But it was very prominent. Like, probably one of the um, best radio station uh, bars for hip-hop on this on the East Coast that you can get, you know what I mean? Rare gems and, you know, the New York stuff and the Jersey stuff. So, you know, you know we was getting up there too. So, uh, but at one time, they, he let Lars Professor come on the show. Brung. Mm. Our professor straight up brought his MPC. No, I'm sorry, he brought an SP 1200. Um, let me be clear, he brought an SP. He started playing beats, and people was up there rhyming. Might have been OC, you know, telling you know it was a couple. And then, yo, and I, you know, I still got the tapes. And yo, they, I was like, yo, that's so ill. Like, dad, he right there in the studio with the SP 1200 banging them out. Like then and then like then like, and I'm like wow, I'm like listening to it, and um, you know they did it a couple of other times, and so um, I out of I partnered in a business, a studio business um, called Beat Ups, and um, it was out of Kearney, and um, right next to the restaurant where the you know, fame restaurant from the Sopranos, it's like a South uh, shop site, and um. A lot of the mm-hmm. artists was coming through recording. It was going well, but we wanted to give an event, you know, for producers. And what we came up with, uh, I think the name of that show was called Legal Beat, because I befriended a, a, a attorney named Daryl Gibbs, good friend. Um, uh, we would go back and forth from New York. I met him through the Wonder Twins, uh, who used to. They had a strong, they was ahead of their time in terms of like, they used to have this magazine, they would network and build up with artists and everything. They have this whole networking thing. But I met this attorney, music attorney through there. He turned out to be the manager for organized confusion, like kicking in everything. So I told him, like, no, because we started hearing about getting ripped off now. We started hearing more about artists calling these contracts. They can't move a certain way. So we want to kind of power people on the Jersey side or whoever will come through, just get that knowledge about things. And we was, so we did it. We went we was at the African Globe. Um, I got, I has, I still have a bunch of old flyers. But uh, we had a beat, you know, we had a, we had a beat battle. It was like, a man, Ox from Trenton was in it. Marlito, um, he was in there himself. And a couple other, you know, like you know, a couple people, and they, you know, everybody was like playing tracks. Um, and you know, something interesting about that time too, when I start looking at photos and whatever videos, the whole like gang culture in Newark. Yeah. I mean, dang, everybody in here. Like one at one point, I had a whole wave. I didn't even peep it because sometimes when you enter your work so much. And you want to give a good show that you didn't peep like the scene. Like sometimes 
the scene and uh and you know you don't really get into it and so i looked at a picture and the one side was all blood and one side was all i have a huge picture <laughs> and, and they were segregated too like like it was i think now is a kind of a time where um communication and language is a little better where we kind of coexist yeah. but uh it was like at a time where it was like everybody over there it was like one color you know and i was like oh what you know what we're looking back at it but a lot of these people that was in that culture um was all friends of mine they just made a choice to I'm like die that's I even I'll be talking and you know talking to people reckless and I'm like yo okay guys so you OG or whatever you know like okay all right how's that going for you like all right you know what I mean but they was already my peoples but um with the beat battle we was doing that and about three or four of them you know they was cool and then um when we fast forward. I linked with I'm trying to remember they had the national political hip hop convention in Newark. And that was big. Um, sometimes, like I said, I'd be all plugged in doing things and people still come like, you don't know what you did or what you mean for this. But I was just like doing it like, cause I love doing it. And that's when I met priority, uh, Max Jerome, a lot of good people there. And from there, like, I was always, like, the plug. Like, I'm going to find a way to make it happen. Because let it be known, too, Newark was terrible in terms of opening doors for hip-hop venues and functions for people to do things. Like, oh, no, can't do that. And we started, you know, it was like a huge prejudice where, you know, the jeans, the baggy jeans or whatever, you had to, like, look a certain way to get let in clubs. It was like that segregation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't getting in, so it was like, you can be yourself. You can, if you had talent, come on in, be yourself as long as you ain't. Come on in and enjoy yourself, promote your artists, you know, do you and, you know, let's grow. So, um, Flavor, it was, a, it was a bar, we started, I think the first MTP, when we put that together, you know, uh, I was involved, Priority, um, and uh, myself, and we just started putting it together. And um, the blend worked well because, uh, you know, Max, you know, he had a DJ background, the website, he's um, a journalist as well. So he has, you know, his network. You know, beat maker. Um, you know, he a good overall good dude, great dude. He was coming from like the Patterson side, which I had background moving with just plays over there. Already knew of me. Um, up in Montclair, a spot called Speakeasy Sounds, doing a producer events wasn't beat battling out producers would come through like my man coach he used to have um this asr 10 if you're familiar like like with you know like production yeah. and he would have the keyboard he had to stick that disc the floppy disc in and um he'll be playing his tracks then he would invite some more to play tracks and i'll be hosting and mcs would just be spitting over the live beats and so we was do we did we had a run up in montclair for like 10, like 10 years. You know what I mean? Just on uh, 8 Park Street Studios, I think they call it the meat locker now. But it was in there banging out um, just, you know, hip hop events or whatever. But when uh, me, Max, and Priority got together, I think um, during that time period, our networks really, you know, we had a lot to offer each other, you know, like stepping in anybody's lane. You know, Newark and, you know, spots, the venues. Uh, Max had the hardware, you know, the speakers, party turntables. He was, like, real technical. Like, he knew 
he was like the plug in, plug in, plug out. You know what I mean? So we put this, you know, we start flying with this beat battle thing. And uh, I was always into like battles, competition battles. People, I always felt like compete, you know, the better would make them. And people always want to know who number one is. You know what I mean? Like, you doing it, but, you know, people want to know, like, that be high, that tracks. Or sometimes you let you know, I got to go back to the drawing board. You know, it was, you know, it was ill, man. It was ill because um, we, set the stage, the people that came through there, Gary, uh, gotta shout them all out, got love for all of them. Wherever they come from, it was um, incredible for so many um, incredible action um, lovers and lovers of the culture and do it. And I just wish more of them to, you know, like get that get that big break because it's so well deserved. Working, digging, and sacrifice that it takes, and um, that that. But easy just to see the producers lined up, like six lined up. Now we ain't talking about titles where you bring your CD. You had to come to Newark with your MP. Mm. Equipment like that, man. Somebody goes to, that's the first some producers didn't want to come because they thought they was going to get stuff. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Not, not everybody, but I, I can understand. It was a concern. One thing for sure about any event, celebrate. No one never lost their life. Got robbed. Might have been like a hit over the head with a beer. We don't count. We don't count like get hit the head with beer mugs and stuff like that. That's <laughs> we, don't count, we don't count that. <laughs> you get a bottle broken over your head. Yeah, we don't, we don't count that. But no, I'm very thankful that no one, no, you know, it's safety because everything that I do and that we did was with purpose. You know, you had to have the purpose for what you're doing. You know what I mean? So dudes will come through. And um, yo, they would bang out, play tracks. Some dudes was ready. Some dudes wasn't ready. You know what I mean? Some dudes came through with trash. Some came through with some heat. Some came through with that fire. You know what I mean? And um, you can see it. I mean, I and I just appreciate a producer. It takes a lot for you to create your space and go out in the world. And just like, yo, so, you know, shout out to, um, you know, Mr. Piffrey himself. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he's, he's definitely a veteran. You know what I mean? I think I'm going to make some MTP veteran hats, Veterans Day. Because, you know, he, he's, you know, definitely that, yourself. That yeah, you know what I mean? Mint, Mint Plus. Yeah. Um, Def Dom, you know what I mean? Uh, rugged and brawl, you know, it was like yeah. crazy. Natus, it was so yeah. Um, Natus, Young Rock, yeah. Young Rock, you know, champion, another champion, and yeah. yo, it's, and um, what's the young boy? Um, King Sean from yeah. Patterson, Cappy Cool, Cappy, um, yeah, yeah. Like salute, man. Like this, like when, I, when you start mentioning them names. It just make me want to go like this, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yep. I salute them and I had the utmost respect for them because I know that they put hearts into them beats. And I and in my heart, like they can bend some of the best dudes that's already established out there at the top with some some of them snares, kicks and you know, like you know what I'm saying? So, um, that movement, man, it's like, you know, it was a very special time. And even though I'm mentioning the three people, like the producers, um, uh, um, Koopy was doing like like the uh, flyers. Mm. It took 
everybody loved it. Was willing to contribute. Um, Ava Ani, the um, P, the Illish publicist out of New York, she got yeah, involved. Yeah. Did, some, did some Dilla stuff, you know, and it was like, um, you know, uh, forgot my man name. He let us rock at the spot in North Newark. He had a studio. Um, you been in that studio when we did yeah. it? Um, North Newark. Yeah. yeah, I think that was on it was like a nice spot. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you would never think something like that was there, but he was over there rocking for a while. Yeah. So um, he's in Florida now. Oh wow! But yeah. I know, I know, I've been around to um, and that's another thing. Before MTP, I think over there at uh. uh because I, I, you know, I don't like to leave anybody out. Um, the New Yorican Poets Cafe. Yep. Yeah. They used to have the um, beat battles there. And uh, again, from us going places and that void that we didn't have things like that in Newark, we was like, nah, we going to, you know, we ill. We, we Ill. And I we used to be like in New York, like, man, nah, man, ain't nobody over there ill. Like, and we would do it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so they would, we would go over there. I don't know. I guess when the, 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 I'm telling you, when these dog faces come in, sometimes, man, you go to some of these spots and you see you, jokers just start looking at you like, nah, I don't know, man. <laughs> but start like fronting. But I, I don't know what that's what it is. But we, you know, we go over there and be like, nah, man, you know, he should have won. Nah, that's some old bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, we get up get up out of here with that. But we we was doing our own thing too. Like we ain't gonna sit around and complain. You know, we just gonna come we gonna build it ourselves. So um and that's what we did. But I give thanks to spots like my man Rocky. That's his name, my man Rocky. From New York and Poets mm-hmm. Cafe because not only was he doing it there, he was a huge supporter of MTP. He would come out to the um, beat battle mm-hmm. and Jay Smooth. Um, Just Blaze even popped up yeah. at uh, one in Park Street, show his support and play some rare, rare gems that you know what he was doing. So, uh, you know, Ill Mind. Another one, you know, coming out and showed big time. That was crazy. I mean, crazy time, man. Headphones, technical. I think uh, MTP probably ran through, we probably had about maybe five to six different locations, too, for MTP. Because, the, again, it goes to show you, like, when one door closes, like, we had to roll and find another location to have it. So... Uh, I'm still, you know, we still got to get together because I, I definitely would love to see, like, you know, we got to do some reunion years or something because um, that was that was that was a blast, you know. And you know, I'm a I'm a family man too. Like, you know, we we have children, you know, seeds and anything. So we was doing a lot of this yeah. stuff, but you have to be careful because you know you keep putting you know putting it all into you know everything and grinding, grinding, grinding. Um, eventually it's got to add up too. Like, you know what I mean? It's simple math. Like, if it ain't adding up or it ain't turning over no check, you you coming home like <laughs> one in the morning talking about B-Battle. <laughs> you better go to the bed. Yo, B-Battle is so dope, man. Yo, what? <laughs> so, like, nah, the reality too, you know, like them producers, man. And like, yeah. families, people need, you know, like, you know, sacrifice and everything. It's like blood, sweat, and tears. So I know when you talk about it, it, it it's it's crazy though, man. But yeah, yeah, MTP is it's ill, man. Real ill. Damn, no, absolutely. So now I, I want to know, like, how how did how did it fade out? And now, and, and and when I say that, because when we look at the current day culture with rap battles and how it evolved in such a into such a business. A sport. I, I've heard people call it an e-sport, and I just always sat back. And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> the production battles was, yeah. was so was ten years ahead of this. Like this, like the format mm-hmm. and everything. And now to see, like, you know, like, do you think it'll ever come full circle, or what? What was the, what was the, the you know, like the, the 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 needle that broke the camel's back in this situation? 
that really made the beat battles die out when and when rap just took over so much. I think um, let's talk. Let, let me let me take the rap battle side. In one of the battles, where when I would give the battle, it would be the two MCs, right? They battle each other, and I'll be like, "Yeah, you you ready? You ready? I right, throw that beat on." They battle over the beat, and so all right, boom. Who did he win or did he win? Proud to decide. And move on, right? And then we come up again. Yo, throw that beat on DJ. Throwing another track, ill track. The MC had to listen to it, catch it, kill it. But something happened. Hmm. The MC said, nah, turn that shit off. Hmm. And hit an acapella. So that, at one point, during that battle, the MC, when he said acapella, that was C-Wise. He was the first winner of Lyrical Combat. And um, he, he he closed it out with an acapella. And so it worked in his favor because people heard him clearly without music. Mm. And, um, it was a defining moment because what he said was important. And that moment was important. But the growth of that, it kind of taught other MCs now, everybody want to run with it now. Mm. And he did it. His purpose for doing it because he had something to say it was something strong and important. When other people start having their music cut off because they wasn't skillful enough to rhyme over a beat. Mm-hmm. And so it started developing, developing, and developing. And so after a while of my battles, it was nothing for MC be like, no, nah, turn that off, give me an acapella. They couldn't even say Acapulco. Couldn't even say that. They was like, you know, Acapulco. <laughs> and so they did that use of music, lessen the use of a DJ. So things started becoming more obsolete. So now, when you look at the battles nowadays, where's the music? It's no music. You know what I mean? It's no music. It's just, I'm going to spit this hard stuff. I'm going to go at you find out where your mom work and your sister and all this. I'm going to say all that like disrespectful stuff. to get at you, and, you know, and that's where it's at with it. But once you start stripping, like once you have something strong, like a strong cup of coffee, you start diluting it, you know, milk, sugar, weaken it, weaken it, weaken it. You strip something great down. And I think, I don't think uh, we did a, a good enough job in protecting the integrity of certain things of the art. And um, unfortunately, in our culture, even as black people, we have so many um, incredible things that we have historically um, that we develop, but we just tear it down so quick, the value system. Like we depreciate in value after a while. Like an MC come out, you can be dope as you know what, but you depreciate the value. Um, over the years, so um, that's where I think, in terms of um, like the MC and how it's turned into a business with this, like the that uh, that uh, you know how it is now. You said, but you said it's like a sport now. Yeah, the yeah. MC is like a, so that's where it's at with it. Um, but it's good, you know. And I'm also a huge fan of it. Like I love seeing like you know the big time battles and go at it. And, Say those things. I hope that it grows. I don't know where. I don't know what direction that's going to go in. I have a huge ideal to take it to another level. There's some something I don't want to back on it too much, but I'm like researching it. But uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, that's where that went. And as far as um, you know, with the beat battle and MTP, like um trying to like scratch my head with it but you know it's a lot to like produce events and shows and mtp was a real technical like you know equipment plugs people got to drive their cars car insurance like you got to look at the fact even though we put this big uh 
show out in front of you and you make it look easy and it's all smiles and everybody kind of get the beats going like registration fee we might say yo you gotta pay 25 dollar registration fee to get in but people don't want to you know unfortunately they don't want to pay for nothing and it, it get rough like i said math math takes over anything like i'll always tell people nature will take over like nature will run its course with anything like don't think you're going to be able to bang them beats bang them beats bang them beats and you got a family to feed and like nature will take its course so eventually you're going to bang out and be successful start grabbing checks or do something or your family gonna you know what i mean like you're gonna have some serious decisions to make and so i just think um mtp ran its course in terms of um you know that trifecta of uh, myself max and priority like you know we all have destiny like we all got different paths too as well so it's like getting it together to make it happen seeing you know being all on the same page is rare to have anybody more than three or four people like you know on the same page nowadays you know like you know eventually it'll come to like okay uh, you know even famous groups you know what i mean it's either gonna be some type of split or something the only thing is like i still have the utmost respect and love for the brothers you know for you know making history or doing something you know like putting something together like that so it's just a matter of um we was doing it because we love doing it you know what i mean and that's the best thing about anything you should be able to do something because you love doing it and you would do it like at a drop even you know, dropping the dime I'm, I'm doing that i'm doing some hip-hop i'm doing the beat battles but something has to pick up like the revenue the support of it like when you have something rare like that like the people like you you have to be you got to lift things up you got to have a incredible support system to keep things going and so it's got to be full circle it's got to be you can't just take 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 hey, i got this i take i take i take and never give back and it died out so that it didn't go full circle um enough to keep that thing going but it went full circle um full circle enough to be um to establish prominent producers legendary moments and all that good stuff so um and it was um you know inspiring like it's people that you know that do have done beat battles and i think men plus and them just gave a beat battle or something i don't know if it's a beat battle they gave some type of producer show i've seen the advertisement for it so uh, it's good it makes me feel good to know that um you know self is doing a lot of stuff too can't forget about the armory tavern where they was they started doing that too they started bringing the, yeah they started bringing the beats and stuff over that way too and so all at the at the end of the day as long as you can be part of someone's inspiration um or someone's purpose to push this thing to the next level you've done your job you know what i mean you know i like i'll get out i get out the fat right now i need to step out the fast lane and let all my young bulls do it you know what i mean i've been on the blackboard writing and teaching and doing that let them young bulls you know move this thing forward and you know you know take the you know take the driver's seat you know what i mean yeah you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, look at you, look at you. I mean, you, I mean, you got some, you got some bangers out there. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this daily heat check. I, I really need to have this on a hoodie or something. But, I don't know. I don't know if you want to go that far with this, but I would, you know, definitely. Man, I'm extremely proud about this and all of your accomplishments, man. Because it means it's life. You know what I mean? That that's, that gives it lets me know that things I do like you know like, and people I'm affiliated with but it's not all in vain like you are who your you are who your friends are you know what I mean that yo no piff yeah that's my man he got some beats right yeah he hot you know what I'm saying so that's that, that I light up right away you know what I'm saying <laughs>